Welcome to Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Thoughts in the Car, where real decision-making happens. Welcome to Thoughts in the Car. I am your host, Janice Elliott Howard. Today's topic is, what happened to ethics? You know, the role of ethics in decision-making, both at the individual and societal level, are called into question in the political arena these days. I understand full well that all is fair and love and war, but damn. And I get it. These New Age Republicans are following the secret sauce to victory in the footsteps of former President Trump. Got it. Yet, they fail to take heed that everything he touches turned to poison. Last time I checked, ethics held weight in this country as well as other countries around the world. Now, let's define it, shall we? Ethics used to mean that an individual had a set of moral principles, especially ones relating to or affirming a specific are a specified group, field, or form of conduct. What happened to that? What? Somebody tell me what happened to that? Or is it okay for some people and not others? More to the point, why are many of our Republican leaders turning a deaf ear to this inexcusable behavior by a fellow future colleague? Now, don't get me wrong. A few have raised issues in the matter, but not enough for it to matter before it really matters. You understand that? No, it matters, but it's going to be too late by the time they do something. Can we say fraud? I understand that Kevin McCarthy needs the votes for leadership of the House and does not want to upset the apple cart. I even get that if Republicans expel the future congressman-elect, then they will lose the seat because New York has a Democratic governor. And I believe that the governor, if something happens to um, a House of Representatives member, the governor can appoint someone to represent that area. I, I, I get that. I get that. They, they can appoint someone until there's a special election. I get it. However, we can't just have all these backward and illegitimate things happening without consequence. I'm about fed up with my grandchildren asking me if wrongdoing is actually wrong. I find myself saying when we watch the evening news, don't listen to his nonsense. He's just making stuff up to suit his narrative. I find myself saying these words on a regular basis. It's just ridiculous. Well, we're going to get into this would-be politician's profile right after this. Florida meets Thaddeus by chance. He calls her gorgeous and she calls him handsome. 
Their connection is magical as the relationship blossoms. In Florida's mind, he's going to be her forever. But that is, can't fully commit. He betrays her. The twinkle in her eye dims and the hurt grows. After a time of soul-searching, acceptance, and adjustment, Florida realizes that she can and will do better. Get the ebook All Better, written by Janice Elliott Howard, coming soon to everywhere ebooks are sold. With all that's going on in the world, kids don't really have a voice. Self-expression is on the back burner, and it needs to come to the forefront. Journaling is the answer. A new journal for kids called What's Happening Today, created by Janice Elliott Howard, is available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Get your copy today for the kid in your life so that they can document what's happening today. One day, Britta decides that she needs a fresh start. A start without Richard by her side. Brenda will no longer be a victim of shattered dreams and missed opportunities. Richard is stunned by her decision but comes to terms with the reality of it all. Will Brenda achieve the dreams that have evaded her for so many years? Can Richard move forward without her? Will the children be able to understand their mother's methods and motivation? When asked why this all occurred, Brenda simply states, I hate him. Get your copy of I Hate Him, an ebook written by Janice Elliott Howard. Everywhere ebooks are sold. Thoughts in the car, where real decision making happens. Welcome back to Thoughts in the Car. We're talking about what happened to ethics. Now, I was about to review the fabricated profile of Mr. George Santos, who ran for office on false pretenses. The man has lied about almost everything, if not everything, while campaigning to represent a certain district in New York. And many are not raising an eyebrow. But before we get into it, listen to his brief explanation as to why he put out false information. jurisdiction in the world have I ever committed any crimes. To get down to the nitty and gritty, I'm not a fraud. I'm not a, a criminal who defrauded the entire country and made up this fictional character and ran for Congress. I've been around a long time. I mean, a lot of people know me. They know who I am. They've done business dealings with me. And I'm not going to make excuses for this, but a lot of people overstate in their resumes or um, twist a little bit or So he's just calling it, you know, embellishments, ingratiating himself. You know, he's not a criminal. Okay, remember when Nixon said that. Okay, let's move forward. The man lied about his mother passing away during 9-11. Later down the line, he, um, in um, two conflicting interviews, and then uh, he subsequently interviewed, uh, did an interview that retracted that statement because his, the poor woman passed away in 2016, not 2001. He stated that he graduated from college, and he didn't. To be honest, we don't know if he ever attended college. Now, no shade to people who did not attend 
or graduate college. There are plenty of people who are successful who didn't, but they stand on it 10 toes down. Okay. We have a congressional elect fabricating his whole life. His whole life. It makes me wonder how people are being raised. The Republican Party suggests that they operate on Christian values, but at whose expense? What's with the people not doing due diligence? I mean, do you just, you know, say, okay, you like this person because of a certain thing. You never actually check their background. You just go in the booth and just vote. I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I know that we're taught to take everyone at face value because unless you've walked a mile in someone else's shoes, you don't get to judge a person's circumstances. The political machine has changed. It has changed to the point where it doesn't matter what you say. It's, you know, it's kill or be killed kind of thing. It's, it's, it's really warfare. I say all that to say that there is no um, moral conscience. There's no moral conscience going on, and I don't understand. I don't understand. You know, the politician lied about his heritage, sprinkled a little extra on his religion, and made up a whole educational and professional work history. The whole thing. But yet he says, oh, I just ingratiated myself. You know, people do it all the time. His response, again, is everyone ingratiates themselves. It's not a crime. I'm of the firm belief if you lie about little things, you'll lie about everything. And when Mr. Santos falsified his documentation upon entering the political race, I believe that could be considered a crime. Because they ask you certain things on your application when you're entering the race, when you go to qualify um, as a candidate. And I'm quite sure he put down everything that he's been campaigning on, which were all falsehoods. Now, going forward, Mr. Santos leads me to believe that he will continue to embellish the truth and outright commit some form of perjury in the future because it, become, it just comes so easily to him. Political pundits, as well as just regular news pundits, suggest that the ethical thing to do is for Mr. Santos to gracefully bow out and not be sworn in. Not be sworn into the House of Representatives this week. Uh, but Mr. Santos will do no such thing. And I'm going to tell you the truth. I think he needs his congressional cash infusion. In the United States of America, the average salary for a congressman is in the low six figures. Okay? It's in the low six figures. And in, in, in a short span of time, Mr. Santos has gone from broke to stoked. So... He had all this campaign money come out of nowhere saying he funded it himself from his business, but yet he was just getting evicted not even a year or two before. And all the places that he said he worked said they never heard of him. He said he had some foundation 
for animals and there is no sign of that there's nowhere to be found that that that, that that's even that it even exists so i guess ethics ethics you know just goes out the window when you can't afford to lose Thank you for taking the time to join me for thoughts in the car we would love it if you'd supported the show any listener support would be welcome and much appreciated click on the listener support button give us applause send us a message with your point of view please take the time to leave your comments as i do read them and will respond you may even hear me give you a shout out in my next show Please tell your friends and pass along your favorite episodes as you can find Thoughts in the Car on Apple Podcasts. Go to Apple Podcasts and rate the show. You can follow me on Twitter at jyhoward1066. Let's connect on social media. Check out my blog, Janice's Take on It. I hope that you come along for the ride. For Thoughts in the Car.